Hi and welcome to another episode of the Property Side Hustle Show. I'm Paul and today's episode or show is all about investors. And I know a lot of people out there seem to struggle to find property investors because of two huge reasons. So today I'm going to talk about those two reasons and talk about what you could be doing to find property investors that you can work with. But before I dive into today's topic, I want to let you know uh, how you can get started in property with some free training. Now, I'm going to share with you the eight steps to actually setting up your own property business and also walk you through an overview of each property strategy as well. And talk about what you can really earn using various different property strategies. Now, if that sounds of interest, you can check out the show notes of the podcast for the links or check out the free resources on our website at psnproperty.com. That's psnproperty.com. If you have any trouble finding the free training, just drop me a message on Facebook or you can you can just drop find me. Find me online somewhere. I'm everywhere. So, yeah, just let me know. OK, so let's get started talking about investors. So I know what it's like. You need investors and you're just kind of stuck and not sure how to find them. But like I said at the top of the show, there are two main reasons most people struggle with this and I want to go over these first these two reasons first because this might be you and you might think oh yeah that's what I do and and you need to address that and change your ways and, and improve your chances you know the first thing is procrastination and a lack of confidence now I know it's scary you know especially if you've come into property only recently You've never spoken to an investor, a property investor in your life. You know, you've you've probably got something called imposter syndrome, where you have this monologue in your head saying, you can't talk with investors about property. You don't know anything. They know more, more than you do because they invest in property. You know, if you have that going on in the, in, in the background, in your mind, you know, you, you, need, you, need to, you need to stop that. And let me just rip into that one. So you may be new to property, but guess what? Your target audience, if you're a property source or that's what, what you're, you're aiming to be, or you're looking for a JV partner, you know, your, your ideal, your target audience is a cash rich investor. Or at least an investor who has access to funds, who is what? What else are they? Well, they're looking for you and needing you because they, they're missing something. They either don't have the time or often, actually, they don't have the knowledge. And by that, I mean, a lot of investors out there know that they can get a better return by uh, investing in property. But they're scared. They're unsure. Um, and they're looking for help and guidance as to what's the best thing to do with their pot of money. You know, they're switched on to know that they should invest in property, but not always how to go about it and they don't have the time or maybe the knowledge to do anything about it and that's where you know as a deal source does put my teeth in as a deal source that's that's kind of where you're going to step into the game you know they need you 
you know, so don't have this monologue in the back of your mind saying, oh, I don't know how to talk to investors. I've never done it before. Scrap that. Um, because they need you. you know, if you're a deal sourcer, they're going to need you. So your ideal client, your ideal investor is obviously, like I said, time poor but cash rich. And they need you to help with that problem. You know, don't be listening to this thinking, oh, yeah, but, I, you know, I, I, I can't speak to investors. Why not? Of course you can. What's so different about an investor that makes them unapproachable? What makes an investor unapproachable to you? Answer that. You know, there are just no, they're just normal people. <laughs> you know, I'm an investor. You know, just a normal guy. Just a normal person. We're not special. You know, you know these people have just realised that they should invest what money they do have to generate a better return or a cash flow for them. You know, they know, as should you, that having money sat in the bank is literally pointless these days. You know, investing and growing that capital that they've got is a no-brainer and it's a must. You know, when investors come from all walks of life too, they cover the whole spectrum of humanity. So don't pigeonhole an investor and have this idea of an investor as some almighty, all-knowing being, in, you know, in your mind that you can't approach. I know that sounds daft, but I know 100% that some people out there will do this. You know, they put investors on some sort of pedestal and it's just, just don't do it. You know, quit with that mindset and let's move on to the second reason people struggle to find investors. And that is they overcomplicate what should be obvious. So what I mean by that is, okay, so people assume that there's some magic sorcery going on if people are finding investors ten a penny and they wonder how the hell are they generating all these leads you know i'll, I'll break that down into its parts networking and tell everyone what you do this is how i got started you know i was regularly networking and i'll be honest the first time i went i felt like a spare part totally outside my comfort zone i'd never networked in my life Never been to a networking event, so completely new to me. You know, felt like a spare part, felt like everybody else knew each other and that I was definitely the outsider. You know, I felt awkward, felt like I didn't want to be there, felt like, well, what am I doing? This isn't me. You know, but after a couple of hours, I found my feet. I stuck with it. You know, I realised just standing on the periphery, conversation, standing there, listening, listening to what people were saying, listening to the conversations, not really taking part, just listening. But I discovered that I could help people just listening to people's problems, listening to their experiences, and I knew 100% inside that I can help you. Now it takes practice and skill to not just jump in with a, I can help you, you know, and ramble on about yourself for five minutes, trying to force your services onto them, you know, doing the hard sell. Nobody likes that. You know, I hate it. So a much better approach when you're networking, you're out there, your next event is to ask people about themselves. People love talking about themselves and what they're up to or what their hopes and dreams are, what they're trying to do. You know, continually ask open questions like, have you been investing long? 
What are you looking to get out of these types of events? What type of problems have you come across when investing? How do you think the market is at the moment? Are you investing now or are you waiting to see what happens? Do you go to any other events that are any good? You know, these questions will have them chattering away to you and, and you know what it's gonna give you valuable information about them, about where their head is at. You know, they may not need your services. They may be experienced, self-sufficient, or they might be crying out for help and advice or someone to just bounce off and soundboard ideas. And this is how relationships form at these events. You know, one of my first networking events, I remember meeting a guy. He had several properties already, but literally no idea about anything other than vanilla buy-to-let properties. And it astounded me because, you know, as we stood and chatted for a while about HMOs, about commercial to residential and other things, he was visibly excited at the potential that until that point, that evening, somehow it, it had passed him by and he had no idea. <laughs> you know, I remember um, another networking event, I got talking with a wealth manager at an event in London. Um and I think I spoke about this before on an earlier podcast. And I, he was actively looking for, um, it turns out, property all over the UK, but ideally north of Birmingham and in the northwest and in the north. And during the conversation, he told me what types of property they wanted, what areas they were specifically looking in and targeting. Um, and when I said, what sort of a budget are we looking at per property? He said, well, in the north, between 80 grand and 120 grand, but his clients have around 30 million quid to spend. So it won't just be one property. And he was looking for good, reliable people who could service that need for multiple properties and going to find them. You know, this, this guy didn't really have a clue about property. He was a wealth manager. You know, it was his job to help spend that money and invest it. You know, and this leads me on to something else. Don't make the mistake of thinking you need 20 investors on your books if you're sourcing deals. The reality is you'll need only a handful and at least one of them, if you're lucky, at least one of them will be actively buying and building a portfolio. So you get that repeat business. You know, you could source 15 deals in a year and make a very good income quite easily with just a couple of investors. You don't need you know, 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 investors. You know, I see videos all the time on Facebook, on LinkedIn. I'll show you how to find investor leads. I'll show you. It's not about the number of leads. People get fixated with the number of leads when it comes to investors. And it's all good and well generating hundreds of investor leads, but it's quality over quantity that will actually have an impact on you and your business. You know, that one guy that I met at the networking meeting. One guy, one guy, you know, and it turns into multiple deal source. You know, next up is broadcast what you do socially and online via content. You know, another obvious one, but guess what? People just don't do this. People do a property course and then they fail to commit to the plan. And part of that plan should be to grow your online footprint 
And by that, I mean pop up in property groups, take part, engage with people, have a presence online, be it your social media platforms, Instagram, whatever, whatever it is your, your chosen platform is, you know, you need to be, you need to be, have a presence there. Or it could be a website, could be a podcast. You know, you can even start a YouTube channel. If you're thinking, oh, oh, you know, that's that's not me, that's not for me, I'm not front facing, I prefer to sit in the background, then you need to pay attention to the third part, which I'll, I'll talk to in a bit, talk to you about in a bit. And um, yeah, otherwise you just need to push through and, and put that fear to one side and step outside your comfort zone and do this. So if people don't know what you do and don't know how to find you and never see you, how on earth do you expect to attract your ideal client? How is that going to happen? Think about it. They're not going to find you. You know, and you're not going to attract them either. You know, so the key is make sure socially you are portraying the right image, the right message. And that moves us on to part three, which is provide value to your ideal client. Now, if you're consistently putting out information that one, appeals to investors, and two, speaks to them directly and fixes their problems, then these investors will gravitate towards you. Content creation marketing is subtle, but it works 100%. You know, think about it. Why are you listening to this particular podcast? The answer is, I bet you're struggling to attract investors and find investor clients. You've seen the title of the podcast and thought, oh, I'll have a listen to that. You know, or you want to know if I'm going to divulge some secret, you know, nugget of information that you haven't already picked up along the way. The point is, I'm giving you valuable content and you're listening. And I may just pitch my online training at some point during this podcast. And that may help you and me out by you becoming my client. Content marketing brings those ideal clients to you. So for that to work, you need to figure out what your ideal client wants, what would interest them, what are they struggling with? You know, what is it that that would make them stop scrolling on Facebook? You have to really think about what is it they want. You have to appeal to that and speak to them directly, like I said. You know, what's going to make them watch your video or read your post? You need to create that type of content. And the best part is that through you creating that amazing content on, let's say, how to invest in your area and make more money, you know, you're, you're only going to have to do that work once. You're only going to create a YouTube video once. You're only going to write the script once and record it once and film it once. And then it's sat there up on YouTube doing all the work for you and people viewing it every day if it's a good video. You know, and this is exactly why I have a podcast. You know, firstly, to offer value to people like yourself. And secondly, to make a difference to the people who do listen. You know, you may just check out my training because I'm different to others. You know, I offer affordable property training, which is against the, the grain. You know, most of it costs thousands. Mine doesn't. Mine's affordable. You know, I've, I've got those USPs. And with, you know, I... I self-training without all the usual nonsense and BS that you get from the dodgy gurus out there. Plus, 
I do a podcast because I love the medium of podcasts because people like you, my listeners, message me and tell me about themselves and how much they like the show. They feel like they know me because I've been wittering away in their ears for an hour a week, each week. Um, you know, how you decide to broadcast your content, your message and your services is up to you. But concentrate on one and own that platform. Don't think you have to be everywhere all of the time. You know, don't be a busy fool. We've talked about that before on many podcasts. Don't be the busy fool. Have that focus and plan and, and do just that. You know, today's podcast is about ultimately one thing, relationships. You are looking to build them with investors. So you have to know where your ideal investor client hangs out. Now, investors tend to attend networking events. They are part of online communities that are easily found, such as in Facebook groups. They're on social platforms that you can search for property investors on LinkedIn and find thousands of property investors in a couple of clicks. Now, what's stopping you connecting with people like that and then creating that content today? What's stopping you today from doing that? Nothing. You know, speak to them directly via your content and engage. You know, the biggest killer of you building your investor list is procrastination. I said it at the beginning, it is procrastination. It's not easy. You know, I know that it's not easy to turn up each day, to be creative, to think up new ideas for content. It's not easy to be consistent with it. But this is where you can make a huge difference to your business. It is down to you 100% to turn up and be consistent in your approach on the whole and to stick to the plan and drive it forward. No, it's just about it's just about that, really. You know, I'd, I would love for you to take something away from this podcast and start implementing and pushing more. And even if, you know, that means that you're more aware of your own procrastination in your business, then if you focus on that one thing, you'll undoubtedly start seeing more results and a bit more bit more positivity there you know you did not get into property to get rich quick and if you've just spent ten thousand pounds on a course with somebody and you're thinking i'm going to get rich quick uh good luck um good luck with that kind of mindset because you know let me be quite honest here you, you, you need to be you need to live in the real world you know, when I'm part of my free training, I talk about I give an overview of all the property strategies and then tell you what you can earn. You know, that's what you can earn. That's a realistic viewpoint on it. But you're not gonna you're not gonna be financially free by next Friday lunchtime. It's not gonna happen. You know, and anybody telling you that that giving you that sort of rhetoric in their marketing, just shut them off, ignore them, put them on mute. Don't don't listen to that crap because that's all it is. You know, you didn't get into property to, to be to get rich quick hopefully you got into property to make money that's why we all do it make money end of and if you're a deal sourcer then you need investors and that's why you listen to this podcast because you want to find out how the hell do i find investors you know you've got to put in the hard work you've got to earn your stripes the first few investors are always going to be the hardest to come by but with constant and positive efforts will come momentum and things will flow begin to flow more easily for you you know the hardest part is getting started the second hardest part is keeping on going 
you know, and this is why most people fail. They give up. Ultimately, they just give up. They misunderestimate the amount of hard work involved. And, you know, like I said, then they believed one of the one of these daft curries out there says you're going to be financially free next week. You know, it's not, it's not quite so easy, unfortunately. Otherwise, we'd all be sipping cocktails on a beach somewhere. You know, I hope you enjoyed this podcast. Uh, that draws us to the, the end of the podcast. The end, is the end of this episode on investors. There are some good takeaways there, but you know what? It's plainly obvious. It's not rocket science. Get out there and start making relationships with people. So find out where investors hang out. You know, we've talked about it. Go and do it. What's stopping you from doing it? Go and do it. Stop putting it off. You know, um, yeah, I hope you enjoyed this, this episode and you did get some good takeaways from it. Let me know what you thought. You know, you can email me on support at psmproperty.co.uk or you can find me on social media, ping me a message. Um, if you want access to my free property training or you want to join the waiting list for my training program with lifetime access and one-to-one support, unlimited, forever, we don't put a time scale on our support, then just visit our website, psnproperty.com or check out the show notes for the link. That's all for this one. I'll see you on the next one. Stay safe and take it easy. Thanks for listening.